Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 207. My name's Turner Sparks. And I am Miguel Kaplan. You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find and turnersparks.com. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America on Instagram. This show is at lostinamericapod.com. On the podcast today, Kaplan, we have Paolo Masales. There you go. She is a comedian in uh, Chile. She is not only a stand-up comedian, also a writer. Also, uh, we're going to talk more about her with her in a minute about the Constitution. Chile is in the process. They've just decided they hate their old Constitution. They're going to find a new Constitution. Yeah. And there seems like a lot of parts involved in that. So she's going to explain to us. Yeah. She's going to explain all the way uh, how that is even going to, to shape itself, how that's going to take place. Cap, before that. Yeah, what's up before that? Uh, we have <laughs> our Patreon show to promote, to talk about. We, ha- we went to number one. Well, this show, let's start here. This yeah, show, Lost in America, went number one in Armenia, as everyone knows by now. Right. Yeah. Number one in Armenia a few weeks ago. We then went to number one in Peru, number one in Mongolia, we found out. And I believe also yeah. the United Arab Emirates somewhere. In this there, is the, in the big middle. four. They say when you want to conquer the podcast, I tell kids in podcasting school when I give <laughs> lectures oh, now over Zoom, I say, if you want to make it, don't look at America and England. And these are boring countries. Look at Peru, Armenia, Mongolia. That's the big three. And what's the, the fourth one? Oh, the UAE. You throw in the UAE. Then, then you've got the grand slam of the pod- podcasting world. So, yeah, we're, we're the number one podcast in the world, basically. And then the rest will take care of itself, they say. It takes say. care of itself, exactly. So there you go. Congratulations. But we have T-shirts. Most importantly, we have T-shirts from the number one in uh, Armenia episode. Yes. Yep. So we printed these commemorative T-shirts, much, much like if you win the NBA Finals, the second the game ends, boom, they got hats. They're selling hats. They're selling <laughs> T-shirts. Ah, oh, the Lakers won the championship. We did the same thing. Lost in America, number one in Armenia T-shirts. To get those shirts, to get our other show, Live from the Bunker, that you and I do three days a week, our full-throttle comedy podcast about our lives in New York City, go to patreon.com slash America. It is all available there. And most importantly, you're supporting this show. We don't sell out to big sponsors because none no. have offered yet. But Exactly. 
Besides that, it's going to take a lot of money for us to sell it to sponsors, but we, we get you, the people, to promote, to, to support this show. And that's the, you're the engine that drives this through Patreon. Cap. And if you want a sample of what you're getting on this Lost in America feed, the last episode before this, on Friday, we released a, a, a sample of our Patreon show on what the Live from the Bunker experience is like. So listen to that. Give it a chance. I think you'll like it. And then, you know, $5 think a month. they'll like the it. They're going to love it, Cap. Well, I need more confidence in my pitch. I know you'll love it. Exactly. That's what there I'm- you go. Now, Cap, let's get to Chile. Yes. Um, they have, what do you, let's start with what do you know about this constitution situation? Yeah. Well, listen, what do I know about Chile? It's like for my blowhard little brain. I, I know I used to always say to people, the real September 11th is in Chile. They had the original. They, they had back in 19, I think, 73, uh, 72, <laughs> 73, they had, they had a they had a leader, Allende, a socialist leader was elected, I believe. And then, you know how we used to do it. We used to back in the glory days of the CIA, we used to help over overthrow some governments. That was our thing. Yeah. So we might have had something to do with it. I don't know. It probably sounds like something Kissinger did. And uh, yeah, we we got rid of we installed Pinochet was their dictator. They had for many years. American friendly, dictator. American friendly. And I know he's very American friendly because it was like my understanding is because I remember from economics class, it was like a beta a beta place for um, or like an incubator for all of our ideas for like right wing conservative uh, free market economic ideas. So they had privatized Social Security. They had private they have private water. Apparently they privatized everything. They, it was the it, they oh, it was it. like California before California. Yeah, the reverse California. Oh, the opposite. Yeah. California yeah, the opposite. is where we try out the other side. We try out the yeah, liberal yeah. ideas in California. Yes. And the conservative <laughs> ideas we tried out in Chile. I we tried them out in Chile. Exactly. And it, oh my gosh. And then, I just uh, find it exciting that you would tell, you live in New York City and you would tell people the real September 11th was uh, yeah, not uh, in New York City. It was in 1970. Well, Chile. you got to be talking to the right yeah, young lady. Maybe then you try that move out below hearts. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then, and then Pinochet eventually, I don't know if he, this is where it gets murkier. I don't know if he, uh, how he left power exactly. I don't know if you know, but eventually they, they have a, uh, a democracy, I believe, but they still have ec- economic issues. They still have inequality and people don't like the constitution because the constitution was written by Pinochet or his people. All right, or, let me jump in. Kath. Yeah. Let me jump in. This is what I know. I don't know anything about pre in 1980. They, they, they wrote, he wrote a constitution. He wrote it. Pinochet. He, he dictated it. And he uh, dictated uh, it. I don't think it was voted on. I think it was just as, as good dictators do. They decide they yeah. And it goes, it happens. So he dictated it in the year 1980. And then moving forward, uh, life just kind of went on, right? <laughs> and then we get to 2019. Nothing happened in between. Yes, go on. <laughs> Not a lot happened in between. <laughs> and in 2019, the president, whose name escapes me, I'm going to find it. She can tell us in a minute. The president uh, decided they wanted to raise the price of subways by four cents. Uh, if you want to take a subway, a metro, it's going to be four cents more expensive. Mm. And everybody said, that's the last straw. We're not that's- paying for this subway. Not only are we not paying for the subway, we want a new constitution. Yeah, we're breaking the camel's back with that straw. We were just tear- they tear the whole country apart, basically, over this. Four and this hike. president who a year earlier said, absolutely not. I will never write a new constitution. Then all of a sudden agreed that they could write a new constitution. Yeah. And then they had to. And that brings us to today. They got to figure out how to write one. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. OK, they're going to go about that. That's what we need to find out. How did we <laughs> do? You Besides did great, my- you guys. Oh, and, really? And thank you for the acknowledgement of uh, September 11th. See, look at that, Turner. <laughs> which is which is a pretty big deal. Like September 11th, 1973, you guys took away our democracy. And then like, I don't know. 
60 years later, I don't know how to do any math. I'm really good in languages, but sorry. <laughs> and close enough. And then you took the fucking date away from us, too. So, oh, oh my sorry gosh. about that. Insult you take that up with Osama bin Laden. I was going to say, don't blame us. <laughs> we didn't pick the day. <laughs> it was an inside nice job, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was knows like 30 that years later, now. I realized. But yeah. yeah. Sorry Wait. about that. Our apologies. Mm. Or George Bush picked the day, not us. Yeah. We've kind of stopped remembering it at this point. So, you know. Well, actually, the Constitution wasn't written by Pinochet himself because oh. he was like, uh, like, say, kind of stupid guy from the uh, army and just like a say, military man. I don't even know if he knew how to write or read. But um, there was this crew of younger men who are who have who have always felt like very old men, but they were young back then. Uh, who went to um, Chicago University, where they lectured on uh, economy by Friedman himself. So those were the guys that came back to Chile uh, trying to impose all of these crazy, conservative, economic, ludicrous, privatizing everything ideas. So these were the guys that wrote the constitution for Pinochet back in the day. Um, and then in 1988, uh, the, the way Pinochet left was through a referendum in 1988, which is like a really, I don't know, polite way of having a dictator rule. <laughs> yeah, that's a very like uh, yeah. <laughs> modern dictator. Stuck the yeah. landing. <laughs> but because because in, in part because uh, in 88, uh, the dictatorship had kind of lost uh, the United States support. And it was, I, I guess, like internationally and worldwide, uh, it was seen, you know, as kind of bad. Not in vogue anymore. Not kind of tacky to have like. <laughs> a little tacky. A little tacky. tacky to have this military man with like a white cape running the show <laughs> so <laughs> very early 80s yeah so it was like he, he had like really big like osho vibes you know <laughs> so um i guess he lost support from a bunch of countries and even even like the conservative elite right here were like ooh, like it's starting to notice like people were starting to it was it, it, it was starting to be like too um too obvious the amount of death and mm. torture he made too many people disappear yeah he wasn't subtle so, about it anymore yeah so the, it, by 88 it wasn't like oh but maybe those people got lost in the woods uh so <laughs> which was an actual argument right and it keeps just it keeps coincidentally someone keeps falling out of windows what are you people gonna do keep going camping <laughs> communists keep camping and getting lost the communists the communists have bad with direction notoriously horrible I mean, come on horrible so um uh, so we did that referendum in 88 which was it, it was kind of like a phony way of getting rid of him because he still got to be a, a senator for in congress with a vitalicio which means you were he was going to be a senator till he died 
I guess oh. like kind of like how Supreme Court's uh, right. uh, justices. But the rest of your senators that. don't get that deal. Just him. No, not at all. Um, so he could still wear his, his ridiculous uh, white cape everywhere. <laughs> and you um, have to wear it even when you're not the, the dictator anymore. You wear the white cape. It's like, yes. Yeah. And for the first 20 or something years of uh, new dem democratic Chile, we had like center left uh, ruling. But it was always kind of too, um, I guess, uh, no sé, eh, not like radical enough to be like, we're getting rid of this constitution. It's not good for us. We, eh, eh, there, there's never been like real reparations on, eh, eh, you know, there's like still so much secrecy in the military about what happened to a bunch of people who are still disappeared. Um, so it was, it's been since 88, like 30 years of like not really knowing, you know, uh, what are the real foundations of this country? You know, is, is, is this like a country that we create with our own identity or are we still this kind of weird mush of like post dictatorship something, you know, like we still kind of felt like uh, an American experiment in many ways. So when they raised the three pesos, three Chilean pesos, the subway, um, the 30 pesos, I'm sorry, which was like four cents, according to you guys. Um, the slogan was, it's not 30 pesos, it's 30 years, you know? Ah. It's, it's like, we're sick of this, you know? And our ruling elite, uh, has always been very uh, dismissive or um, maybe like condescending about uh, people's needs, you know, like more than half percent, more than half of Chileans earn just above minimum wage. And there's still like a thick 20% of really, really rich people in Chile. Um, I was, I was going through some numbers uh, by the World Bank and um, I read this and I was like, what? Uh, it said that the richest 2% in Chile was as rich as the richest 2% in Germany. Right. And the poorest 5% in Chile was as poor as the poorest 5% in Malaysia. Oh, wow. Which is where like socks are made by slaves, I guess. Good so, socks. We just say they make good socks, though. I forgot to <laughs> socks right now. Yeah, so it's pretty shocking, and it has absolutely everything to do with the constitution because everything for the last thirty years, every progressive, leftist, whatever, a politician that has wanted to change something through Congress, from education, which is completely uh, it's privatized, and public education is horrible, you know. And then health, the same, because the constitution has like these teeny tiny little uh, words put in the right places that make it impossible to move forward in terms of like reform, you know? Um, like, I don't know, health, it says something like, we guarantee you access to health, but not health like itself, you know? So- And like, health is private, right? You don't have right. it's like an American like system. Yeah, we have kind of like a Medicare system, but again, it's really bad. It it lacks funding. It's always, you know, there's this 
constant battle trying to get it working and the right is always like we should privatize everything because of competitions better blah blah, blah. and um so everything uh, from actual water which is privatized too Uh, so every time, every time uh, we would try to uh, advance in some sort of, you know, like uh, well-being or, no um, sé, social contract that would be better for everyone else, uh, it would uh, go to the uh, constitutional tribunal, I guess, is the translation, which is kind of like a Supreme Court. Um, And these are like, I think six or eight people that are appointed by the government to, uh, you know, to check if new laws are actually constitutional. And turns out nothing is constitutional and nothing gets changed even after several months, years, whatever of voting and whatever uh, of, I don't know, public discussion about these issues. And it never advances because everything turns out to be unconstitutional. Everything gets blocked by the constitution. Right. Yeah. And you yeah. need a certain number of votes for a lot. Is it you need like super majorities to pass a lot of laws? Is that also an issue that the constitution sets up? Um, I up? think. Yeah. Totally. Yes. There's like two thirds. Uh, then there, there's like five eighths. I, I'm I'm not like an expert on it, yeah. but it's really everything's like super specific. And in Jaime Guzman's uh, own words, which was like the leader that championed this uh, Pinochet constitution, um, he would tell this in interviews, you know, like we are writing a constitution um, which has the, uh, I, I guess, like it's so specific to everything, to every uh, thing on it that it doesn't really matter who comes next. They can't really change anything. Wow. You know, um, and that's from his own words. Okay, wait, I want to jump in real quick because I totally forgot. I, this is a good time to say that you have a podcast oh, about yeah. the a Constitution rival. of Chile. And si. it's with Fab Fabricio uh, Cubano. Cubano? Si, Fabricio Cubano is a Chilean uh, comedian based in LA. Yes, and Steve Healy? And Steve Healy, amazing uh, TV writer. You can Google him for. So, if at the I, end I of this, I don't want to mess up. I don't yes. want to mess up this whole. So, if at the end of this hour, this is not enough for you. Go listen yes. to that podcast. Go <laughs> this is like podcast. to wet your appetite on yeah. this topic. This podcast, yes. yes. And then, and, yeah, and, because I'm sorry. Please. No, I want to continue. And also, your show, your uh, uh, film, you, you, um, uh, I guess, came out recently. Aya es Cristina which is Great. people can find that on their streaming services. Uh, okay. Now a question you um, said briefly, but I want this fat, this is mind blowing to me. Water is private. They yeah, privatize water. water. So that means everything. So, like, so how is water private? So you have to. Yeah. It's awful because you know how you people yes. back in the States love, for example, avocado toast, right? <laughs> We don't do not look at Turner and I. We are not the people who love the avocado toast. I pick yeah, at the avocado you know toast I, people you, in Brooklyn. You, pe you people yes. know what I mean. Yeah, Turner's and neighbors in Brooklyn all love avocado. They love spending 16 American dollars for an avocado. It's a toast. holiday here in Brooklyn. <laughs> so a huge, well, well, Chile is a huge avocado country. Ooh, yeah. We love avocados. 
we used to love them even more before you people started putting them into smoothies and doing all kind of disgusting <laughs> things to it. A lot it. of anger here at us. Yeah, there's a huge <laughs> amount. Wait, wouldn't that be good for um, you? can sell them to us. Yeah, but it's not so great because huge uh, corporations buy land and uh, have like the machinery to take uh, water from deep, deep, deep beneath and uh, really screw up the whole um, farming situation for, for everyone around. So right now we have, at, there's a place here called Petorca, which was famously known for its avocados. And now it only has a few big uh, enterprise, a, 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 a few big corporations that actually export avocado and all of our local avocado growers have gone down under because of private water law law you know did they get to sell their land to these people or was it just taken by the dirty americans they don't want all of the land you know it's not only dirty americans it's It's international dirty dirty. yeah it's dirty (laughs) spaniards dirty chileans too dirty everything you know so can we be clear though that people who support the avocado toast industry yes. are bad for the other, the, like are actually evil people? We can say now with all completely the evil people. Stop <laughs> saying that all, all the brunchers it, in Brooklyn and everything. <laughs> the only thing that makes it like a super nutritious thing is all the bad things it's doing. All like the tears and sweat. Yeah, of- you're taking away life from our country. Wow. So, so to get water, is it is it cost? Does everybody have to pay like a fee, like a water bill almost? Or who do, how does it no, work? No, we all private- have, we all have a water bill, everyone in their houses everywhere. And uh, there's this thing that when you buy land, you are buying all of the, you, there's an option to buy all of the water that's beneath. Uh, yeah, mineral rights or water yeah. rights. Water. Like- water rights, exactly. And th- those those can be like really cool if you have like a tiny, I don't know, a tiny place in the country that you have your little house and you don't want to pay a water bill. So you take some of the water to, I don't know, uh, I don't say, don't say, water your plants and take a shower. But uh, Coca-Cola can buy land and totally dry up a whole zone just to put it into plastic bottles and sell it back to you which kind of sucks. Dasani water. That's Coca-Cola. <laughs> Wait till so, they make their avocado water. Go on. Well, not, so getting to, getting to the 2019, um, the, the president, uh, Pin- Piñera. Piñera. That's the new, Piñera. that's the current president. That's the current yeah. president. Who's center right. right. He was one of the Chicago boys. Right. So ter- oh. to go back to that for Turner, it, it's not Thomas Freeman, the New York Times writer. She's talking about Milton yes. Freeman, the great Milton Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, He's I part made of the Chicago up. school. I took a few. Uh, I was a loser in college. I took a few econ classes. So. I was a winner. I did not. <laughs> you did not. Exactly. Uh, so, OK, so Pineda, he's one of the he's one of the Chicago boys. So he's pretty yeah. old, boys, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the last year he's aged like. Like <laughs> so much. So he didn't sign up for this. When he no. um when people started protesting over this hike on the subway fare, he, he seemed pretty against throwing out a constitution. And then all of a sudden he switched. I feel like in the United States, if people protest things, but our government doesn't do anything about it, they might be like, oh, they might give one percent to the protesters and then just, just goes back to regular business. 
what made him just say okay and throw out the whole constitution? Uh, well, there's there's different uh, versions of how this happened, but it was mainly Congress. There was a moment uh, during the uh, no sé, 19 uh, revolution, I guess, uh, where people were like, we took the streets like for real, you know? Santiago has, uh, it's not like I would see the BLM protests uh, over there and that kind of stuff, but it's like you have like, little spots in every neighborhood where people would come together. We would do like one big massive thing, you know? Oh, yeah. So We're amateurs. No, not amateurs, just different, I guess, different strategy, I guess, which is, which is too kind of good because it doesn't uh, take a, a, such a big toll on the, on the neighborhoods, you know, the neighborhood where we uh, protest is just like, we call it a zero zone right now because it got really, it got really tough for the neighbors and the people and the commerce over there, you know, like living, just living amongst it. Yeah, because how long did it, it go was, on for? It was for months, you know. It was every uh, kind of a little bit every day, but every Friday afternoon for, I guess, four or five months. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and it took a huge toll on people. You know, uh, thirty-eight people got killed. There's still a bunch of people in uh, in. We call it prisión preventiva, but it's it's like prison before getting a trial, you know. And it's been a year, and our government hasn't really done anything about those things, you know. But the thing is, uh, there it came to a point in November where Piñera was like, "We need to take, uh, you know, the military out in the streets to to I don't know regain order and." Uh, uh, get people on their place, get a curfew and put, you know, the military on the streets, you know, which for Chileans is like a really, really horrible thing to do, you know, because we have this recent, recent story, uh, uh, recent history. history. Yeah. It's like, it's really scary for us, you know, like our parents, I was three years old when this went away. So it's pretty recent because as you can see, I'm super young, <laughs> but, exactly. um, um, but uh, there's been, there's, there's rumors that the military said, we're not doing this for you. Like okay. we already have a bad enough name for being really right-winged and horrible and <laughs> we're not going to do this for you we're not going to save your ass because we don't feel like you're going to save our ass when shit gets horrible yeah and congress kind of stepped in and i feel like for the last year kind of congress in a way has been ruling the country because our president is pretty much a nothing man right now after last year like his word possesses zero uh, i guess weight authority in, in, he has no power yeah. yeah kind of like yours but without the following <laughs> and without the cult um and it, and still congress is like not enough for us right now because they don't really people don't feel represented by these people you know and and that's why in November, 
I guess a few people from the left saw it was the right moment to go back to this constitution um, discussion and be like, we need a new constitution. Because uh, back back in back in late 19, uh, 2019, the talk the talk was like dismissive about the protest. Protest was like, but they don't have leadership. What are they asking for? Is it the 30 pesos or is it something else? Because it, it was feminists, it was uh, native uh, native people, it was uh, injustice from all sorts of and from all kind of uh, places. You know, it was the water issues, it was social security, it was pensions, it was everything. So um, the one thing that kind of englobed everything was the constitution, okay. and I feel like. Uh, it was a week where this portal opened, where the right was like, so we don't have the support of the military and people are going to burn everything down. So so for whoever says like, this is not how you get things done. Violence works is what you're trying to say. Yeah, violence works Because <laughs> I've seen lot. some of the pictures. There were some major burned down buses and there was a lot of destruction. Well, uh, what else see, works? But, you know, destruction was pretty like metaphoric too. Right. You know, like I know, and it's really irresponsible for me to say like we only tore down like banks and chains, <laughs> but uh, but it's not true. I know a lot of like small businesses went uh, went under, and it was horrible. Mm. Um, but I do know that most of the. I don't know, damage and violence was really directed into big corporations or things that kind of symbolized these right. uh, injustices. Yeah. But, and you were saying, but the, and the goal in the beginning, maybe the constitution wasn't the number one goal in everyone's mind, but it was kind of a uniting thing that everyone because get behind it's, towards the end. It's a pretty sophisticated uh, conclusion t- uh, to have like in, in massively, don't you think? Yeah. Like yes. to have, 20 million people be like, we need a new constitution. Have you read the one we have? Like, no one's really read the constitution. And it's a pretty, como, no sé. It was, it, it took, a, it took a little bit of educating everyone, you know? And it took 30 years. Like, this shouldn't have taken that much, you know? So has this been on the people's minds for 30 years, this idea that this constitution's obsolete, it was put in by a a former dictator, we should get rid of it? Yeah, but I think for a long time, it was kind of like an academic discussion or like a a discussion almost always proposed by like a super radical left. And turns out it wasn't that radical, you know? Turns out people do get it, you know? And it's, it's so overwhelmingly real that the, when we did have the referendum this year, because it was, it was moved because of COVID, we had the referendum on October 25th of this year. We got 80% yes to changing the constitution and 30% no. It was actually smaller, 20, 20%, 20% no, 87% yes. Wow. Yeah. And is it um, now that everyone voted, they want the con- 87%. So most people decide they want a new constitution. Do most people also agree on what the new, do those 87% agree on what the new constitution should look like, or is this going to be another battle? (laughs) Um, 
I think I think most people are like the next constitution could easily be like a doodle made by a four year old and it still be better than the one we have. Okay. Maybe that's that may be consensus. But um, but no, for sure. No, for sure. We don't have like 87% approval on everything. And we're all on the same bus about everything. For sure. We're not. Um, but we do have like r really new. I don't know, like a new uh, feeling of uh, being united in some sort of enterprise together, you know, because being in this re left, right, left, right uh, arguments the whole time kind of uh, makes everyone forget, like, we're more similar than different in such a broad amount of I issues, you know, because actually the only places uh, the, uh, the negative one you know, the, that 20%, it was only like in the three richest districts. Yeah, okay. So, and, and a stat I read is that, to back up what you were saying earlier, 1%, the top 1% of the people in Chile own 25% of the wealth of the country. Same. Same. Which, which is, is like, insane. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's when, that's when revolutions happen. That's, yeah. See. That's, that's the setup. And you know what? Uh, part of why we're doing the Constitution Club podcast and why I love talking to Americans about this is Good because uh, it's because, you know, we do have right now kind of like this superiority feeling like, wow, we did this together, guys. 87%. We were in the streets and now we have this, you know. Maybe we really F it up and then it's a disaster. But for now, it feels like really good. Um, and seeing you guys' election process mm. and seeing how horrible everything's going for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, it's, uh, uh, our constitution's still kicking, still working. <laughs> Eventually, it's going to work out. That's why we're like, sometimes I look at America and I'm like, you guys, you need a constitutional process <laughs> well that's we to get okay. together in philadelphia get us get the gang back together oh philly <laughs> you mean the town of uh, <laughs> where we wrote the constitution the first time but see to yeah. me the idea of throwing out the american constitution there's a part of me that i'd be like what the hell comes next yeah or it's just too long or long ago that's hundred years. Kaplan thinks that's it's long thing. ago, so that's a problem. It's, it's that like biblical no, almost. That's nothing to me. That has well, no. It could have been written two weeks ago. But anything ago. written in 1980, I don't respect. I mean, how many good books are written in 1980? But something written in 1700. There's some good know. albums in the early <laughs> 80s. But um, I, is there any part of you that fears what the next thing will be? Are you 100%? completely no, completely okay. fearful about it because there's still a bits and like bits and pieces about the new. The, the process of writing it that aren't like sealed, you know? Um, there's a few things that still need to be uh, uh, shapen and uh, I know voted on in Congress. Like for example, it's what we do know, it's going to be 155 people chosen by the people. And they will be chosen uh, by district and uh, by a proportion of population by district. So uh, some districts will have one person to pick, other uh, districts will have two, some of them eight. 
uh, depends on how many people live there. Okay. And what we do have sealed and locked is half of those 155 have to be women, which is historic. Like no other country has had uh, half, like 50% men, 50% women writing their constitution. Like not even New Zealand. Not even New Zealand. But I have a question because you said you weren't so great with math. How is this a country thing? Because 155 cannot be divided in half. That's a. That's probably the uh, point. No, that's see, an odd number. <laughs> bueno, there's there's like a little there's margin. A, couple, a little error, margin yeah. error. Or someone who yeah. doesn't identify as either is the tiebreaker. Oh, yeah, I see what you're seeing, Kaplan. <laughs> when Maybe. you mean the men and women split, I say yeah. that's probably the point of the. Yeah. An odd number is the point of. So right, there, to, there can't be a deadlock. Yeah, right? you know, I meant with the men and women split. But yeah, 155 is a lot of people, though. It's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, it kind of feels like we're going to have like a second Congress for a couple of years, you know, because it is going to take like at least two years to. And anyone can run to be this one of these 155. Yeah, anyone can run. But there's still this kind of uh, shady process in which independents maybe don't get the visibility a person that's uh, aligned or subscribed to a party maybe does. And because parties are going to have lists and independents are going to go on their own. And every, all of that still kind of feels, you know, because there is this, we now know Chile is 87% yes, 20% no, but that 20% still is represented as if it were 50%, you know, in politics. Yes in media, in everywhere, you know? And isn't he going to have it where then once they come up with something, though, then they have to, the people have to vote on it to approve it? Is that, yeah, so that's... Yeah, but that's, no, no, but that's uh, the 155 people people are the ones, you know, uh, delegated to vote for those things, I guess. Oh, it's not, so it'll only be a vote amongst 155 people, not a vote amongst the whole country. No, no. Because you've oh, already okay. voted for that person. Like that person okay. represents me. They take it away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and actually, you know, say, right now it's not completely finished, but I think uh, uh, they uh, it's it's not it didn't pass Congress, uh, which was a project to have, for example, reserved seats for native. Uh, na- uh, uh, how do you call that now? It's the, uh, Indigenous people or. Yeah, Native Nations, I guess, uh, people. We we wanted 21%, which is the percentage of, of Native people in our population to have representation in the new constitution. And I think we're not getting it, maybe. So they're going to have to run as independent, and we don't know if they're going to be able to get in, for example, you know? And there's a bunch of things that still need to kind of work themselves out. And the people choosing how to work these things out are still the people that are in Congress and who we don't really trust anymore. Yeah, so I saw that when you guys voted on October 25th of this year for to have a brand new constitution, you also voted on this assembly of 155 people. And the other option would have been to have Congress figure it out, right? It was the other option was half Congress, half uh, 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 picking normal people out of the streets. Okay. <laughs> oh, really? That would uh, be great. Uh, <laughs> but now everybody's yeah. out of the streets, right? Yeah. Or no? And now, uh, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, uh, it can be people that are um, that that have some kind of relationship to a party. You know, the good thing about the the choice we made is that people that go into the constitutional convention aren't allowed to have public. Uh, I guess. Uh, uh, when how do you call that when people vote for your uh, public they can't hold public office already yeah they yeah. can't hold a public office for like five or six years after doing this after this oh okay so so the idea being these are just citizens yeah they're not career politicians or that's our uh, that, that is what people wanted when they right. voted for this and is there um an intel so you have two years to pass it and then I read also there's you can extend it for three months or maybe six months or something. See, see, I'm not I'm not really onto that yet. Okay. That, yet, but yeah, I feel I, I've heard like it's it, a two years, two years. It probably it's probably going to take more. You know, like, I was thinking that. Yeah, it might yeah. take to agree. And then in the meantime, you we still have the old constitution. In the meantime, we still have the old constitution, who everyone already knows sucks. <laughs> so yeah so it's uh, we have like a really uh we're gonna have like a really hard time with authority for these two the years. lame duck constitution is a tough concept <laughs> like, we've never <laughs> like, trump's a lame duck president for a couple months and he's not handling See? it well it's that constitution. trump of constitution <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. like we're, we're going by rules we don't want anymore so. right it's so annoying if you get caught breaking a rule that you know is dead like there's got to be some things that we all agree is not going to make the new constitution absolutely and you're like oh come on really gonna enforce that it, it's actually happening this week this week like the big news is something that has to do with this, uh, which I'm going to try to put like in a few words. Um, since COVID, uh, the government has been really uh, skimpy about giving people help to, you know, uh, maybe maintain their businesses or not, yes. you know, completely go going broke or feeding themselves, you know. Um, Chicago style. So, yeah, we haven't people haven't had like a real help from the government. So the solution we came up with, which it's kind of like a little bit of a, a populist solution the Congress came up with was uh, making people take or ma uh, having people be able to take money, a 10 percent of their pension money because our pension money is um run by private pension people uh, corporations it's private. Yeah. it's private you know and you're not allowed to take your money out of it until you are 65 i guess yeah it's like a 401k is i think in the united states kind of and it's and it's not even like you get to 65 and you get to take all of your money you only get to have like a men like a i, I get monthly Percentage. payment or whatever you know the rest goes to uh, chicago the rest goes to <laughs> chicago actually yeah. well we same had, with social yeah we had a thing right right now uh one of our like more leftist papers uh revealed that 20 of the worst uh, em, 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 environmentally horrible uh, corporations in Chile were mainly being invested by uh, to by our pension system. Oh my but, gosh. 
Sí, horrible. Hey, but you want to make you want your pensions to go up, so you know. Sí, that's, bueno. that's the price you pay. <laughs> y, y bueno, the pension system is one of the first things uh, it's gonna go. So like, the privatized social security experiment is gonna end. We predict. We hate it. We hate it. We hate it so much. It, just imagine that our pension system was was once brought as a project to the states, and the states was like, no, 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 this is too liberal for us. <laughs> yeah, no, we. Tr I remember George Bush attempts thought about it. It's like never been able to pass even like a percentage because if the stock market goes down or something. All of See, a sudden, and they never it, lose. They never yeah. lose. The utilities on these things are insane. It's like I bet that one percent that holds twenty five percent of the Chilean, I guess, wealth is mainly a pension system. Mm. It's insane how much it's uh, like robbery really was and, yeah go ahead sorry yeah sorry so now that we took our first 10 it was approved by congress uh Pineda couldn't really say anything because he wasn't doing any other thing to help us you know so right now it's been more than six months and people are like we need another 10 like I'm, I'm sorry, we're going to have to take money from our, our own pension. Yeah, it's your own what? money. You're just getting it early, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I wish we didn't. I wish uh, that 20% of wealthy people could pay more taxes and, you know, help each other out during horrible times. But um, no. So we want the second 10%. And it was approved by Congress for us to actually uh, take our own it's our own money uh and now the president has decided to take this uh, uh new law to, to have the second 10 to the tribunal constitution oh my which gosh is, which is the old constitution which Did is we, the old constitution which yes. probably is going to say no it's not constitutional <clears throat> yeah because right now oh it's God. still not but even though everyone voted <laughs> There yeah. should be no constitution right now. You should just take the French one and put yeah. that in for you six months. You can use months. ours. You guys can get it. Yeah. Is everything on the table, like any law, like legalizing marijuana, for example, can that be in the, is that not a constitutional law? That's more like a state yeah. law. I, I'm, I'm really not, I really, really, really don't know what the constitution says about weed. I don't think <laughs> it probably wasn't listed, I imagine. <laughs> But I have a Bible here. I can check crop. what this does. What this says. Uh, what the, <laughs> does the relationship in the Constitution is there with the church? Actually, it's a good sec. Because uh, I know the church was very involved in the Pinochet, supporting Pinochet, correct? Is that? See, sí, see, sí, the church. O sea, it uh, depends which church. All oh, right, the Catholic Church, there, man, right? Yeah, the Catholic Church. But there's like, uh, there was this little uh, sub subgroup of really good. Um, eh, Vicaria de la Solidaridad se llama, it was called a few really good um, fathers, I guess. How'd you call them? Priests? Priests? Yeah, Priests. That really, really helped out people that were in trouble. But um, no, we have uh, our state is laico, which means like we're separated, we have separation, we have separation. and church. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes it really feels like it doesn't. Like, no said gender identity law took uh, so much to be approved, or uh, we still don't have free abortion. You know, we have abortion only in three cases. 
which are like you're dying the baby's dying some you someone's dying you know like <laughs> yeah oh, wow <laughs> um and yeah sometimes it really feels like well it's the 20 percent. that 20 percent that said no still wants things to stay you know the same way they were back in 88 you know is there any because this ex- idea of an experiment obviously you don't want it do- done on your own country but um, if you're looking at it from another country, was there anything from this crazy, just like total free market experiment that worked? Um, but but I could I could like totally ask the same thing back to you. Like, do right. you think the United States works? I do. Yeah, <laughs> but I know what you mean. Mostly. I mean, I Chile has. That's what's interesting about it, is that you have economic numbers that are i think relatively good for right for south america um in a lot of ways but then there's this horrible inequality problem so it's almost like how do you fix that without ruining the other parts is that okay i think i think uh for normal people that go to work every day uh everyone's kind of realizing that those macroeconomic mm. uh digits don't really mean anything doesn't mean anything to yeah. Them. yeah you know like uh, maybe it does to the uh, say how stable your huge corporation or your huge pension uh, service is doing, but not really for people that work, you know, check to check. Like yeah. it's been the same for us, you know. Right, and that's why this this protest. I mean, it was a four cent right raise on public transportation, but it was like it was more symbolic in a way, right? That people they don't understand this, this means something to. See, the regular completely. people, yeah, yeah, because it was everything. There was also talk last year about a uh, forty-hour, um, forty hours of work uh, contracts for minimum wage and for other stuff. Like every every single thing that had to do with making worker people's lives better was always like rejected, or it had a fine print, or it had some way it didn't really, you know, apply and it didn't really work. I mean, if you have 80% of people uh, agreeing that it's wrong, that means it's people on both sides, politically on all sides. See, see, I'm sure. And when people ask me and are like, aren't you glad you're going to have like a feminist constitution because 50% of the people writing it will be women? It's like, I don't know if all of those women are going to be feminists. You know, yeah. a lot of women voted for Trump. They say here they like to point out <laughs> a lot, yeah. a lot. You know, and um, it's like I think I think for the last thirty years, I remember it during the nineties. I was really young, but when one of the big like cultural things we 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 always uh, asked ourselves as Chile Chileans was like, what's our identity? You know, like Argentinians are so like this, Peruvian food is so like that. Like everyone had like their thing and we only had like huge malls and <laughs> um, we had, we, we didn't really, we weren't really in touch with our culinary thing or our, what are we, you know, like, we we really didn't know uh, at, when when we came out of the d- big dictatorship, it was 17 years of curfews and such a li- small tiny cultural life was just you know theaters were like 
bing, 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 three theaters, maybe, yeah. you know, the arts, so, like it took a while for the arts to re- return. You know? And and it really felt like we didn't have like an identity, you know, and I feel like right now it's a step forwards giving us, I don't know, sovereign, uh, 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 like a dignity was a huge word during this whole process like we want dignity you know did you have a lot of people move back to the country i imagine after pinochet was it like almost like a people who had left fled like leftists and people who are bueno people yeah. were exiled in yeah, other ex- countries yeah that came back did a lot of them come back yeah they came back see yeah, a so bunch must- of them came back and a bunch of them still live abroad and got to vote against pinochet's constitution oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, you can vote from abroad. Yeah, well, you Absentee. can vote from abroad. And it was really uh, funny. Fraud. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's fraud. But That's what the Constitution, the, old, the, the lame duck Constitution is saying. That was fraud. By the way, Kaplan's brother voted from abroad. It's, it's legal. It is legal to do in our country. He voted in the no. American, not for the Chilean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's absolutely legal. And it was really funny mm. to see, like, uh, the Chileans abroad, what would they vote on uh, depending on where they were, you know? Mm. Like, it's really funny because New Zealand, Australia, those are the first votes to be counted and come in because of the time difference. And it was like, the only ones that voted no to the new constitution were like Dubai. Mm. Yeah, or like they have contracts with companies that currently <laughs> exist. Mm. Yeah, like Dubai, Tokyo, or you're telling me Dubai, the Dubai Chileans don't care about the feminist constitution. <laughs> they don't. They don't, you guys. Uh, unbelievable. They're not in touch with the working man and yeah, in Chile. The, the, the four cent raised didn't matter to them. <laughs> Is there an idea that the if it's a couple if it takes too long, if there's like a couple years of we don't know what the new constitution is gonna look like, that could be bad for business of the country, like exports or Completely. That's all they hammer on about. Uh, yeah. This is uh, this is stability and what's this country going to look like in three more years? We don't know. But you know what? It's like, what's any country going to look like in totally. three more years? Like you guys. Get <laughs> we have to no talk. idea. Yeah. <laughs> you guys you- get to talk to people from every country and it's like Peru. What? Yeah. What's exactly. going to happen in Peru? Well, what's going to happen next week in Peru? You know, exactly. They had three presidents last week. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, so what's going to happen in our country? We change course every four years. I mean, it's, you know, it's like incremental, but we still do. Yeah. Well, but if you're actually hopefully. asking me, um, I think what's going to happen in your country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to turn into a big cult. A cult? Oh, we have, we have <laughs> a cult. Who? <laughs> you're gonna be half of the country is gonna be like a weird cult and the other half is gonna be like the cult doesn't exist no it doesn't like it's not real and i think we've all accepted the cult exists yeah at this point if you <laughs> i think in 2016 really... we might have said no but after four years yes we, we we well maybe not all of us i'm sure there's still people out there who don't who haven't come to reality but uh yeah you're right we're, we're so- pretty so what do you want? Um, what's ideal for you in the new, yeah, like what's the broad strokes, ticket items the broad strokes of, of the new constitution? Uh, well, of course, uh, no more private water. I, I'm not an expert on, on water rights, but 
I'm sure there's really qualified people that have the right ideas and what to do with that. Yeah, you don't want Coca-Cola I mean, coming out of your tap. I mean, yeah, no. we don't we don't even have private water here. Right? I mean, <laughs> See? So, yeah. Insane. Yeah, so, so like you shouldn't it's good to be like America is like the leading like of on the right of center nation. So you don't go too far. It's general rule. Don't go past us. Don't go past no. us on most things. Maybe a few. I don't know. But what right, no. now, right now we're like so past you guys. Yeah, way past. In so many things. Well, education needs to be uh, guaranteed for everyone. You know, like you shouldn't need to pay for education. So how does it work there? Do you have like school, like a choice type system or how does it, or is it just all private? You mean? Or? It's no, you can, you can, you can opt for a private, you know, like uh, elementary school and high school, uh, uh, public, I, I think I am sorry. Um, but, um, but it's mostly shitty. It can be really far away from you. Um, but, and then there's this huge chunk in between public and private, which is kind of half and half, which is subsi subsidized by the by the government, and it's really shitty. And the people that operate those schools make a ton of money out of them, but don't really guarantee like any quality in in what they uh, give out. And a bunch of those schools are Catholic, so yeah, yeah. Uh, so the, the government's money is going into making more Catholics, which is really weird. Um, eh, and then eh, higher education is like prohibitively expensive, okay. like super expensive. People get um, an insane amount of debt out of it. Uh, you can like lose your house, lose your stuff because you went to school and then there wasn't the right, I don't know, uh, field for you to find a job. Similar here. No. Sounds thing. like art. Yeah. But here and, they're going to get rid of debt soon. So <laughs> we're talking. Yeah. About uh, we were, we, we had talks about it during Batele years too. And there was, there wasn't a time like, this uh, uh say they 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 had the they had uh, taken steps towards uh you know finer and cheaper education but it hasn't really come through the same with health and mainly pensions pensions suck you know how much do um, they take do you pay in a lot and don't get back you get back you have work? you have to you have to pay 10% out of your uh, monthly uh, earnings, like it's you're obliged. Yeah. yeah, you're obliged to put 10% of it on your pension uh, thing. And uh, last year, I had the numbers uh, somewhere here, but there were numbers which were like insane. Uh, half of the pensioned old people, I'm talking about old people that have worked for 36 to 45 years, were now getting a, a somewhere, it was less than $500. It was less, it, no, it was way less than $500. And it was le uh, be below the poverty line, you know? That's the pension. And the, money's, and the money gets invested, though? Or how does it, like, because we have Social Security here where you, the money's taken apart, but it just sits there. But 
How, what's the difference? No, ours, yeah. you can pick, you can pick kind of the pension fund. Uh, you can pick like a riskier one uh, okay. or the non-risk one. But all of them kind of get to play uh, in the in the market a little bit, you know. Right. Yeah. And the yes. pension and the pension corporation will always uh, fine you with a percentage for fees. you know doing these things like fees. Yeah. Right. But if they win money on top of what your earnings would be, they always win. And if they lose, they still. They you don't still, get all the money that you're making. Your space no. Like if the market goes up a ton, you're getting a percentage of that ton, but you're not getting. No, I don't. If you were, and if, so it's and not if truly. The, yeah. And if the market loses a bunch of money, right. you you're lose st- the money, lose, right. but not the, not, not the pension. Right. You lose the full amount. You don't lose. Right. Exactly. Or, or, okay. Yeah, that's- so, and, and there was a bunch of talk when we were trying to t- get the, out the first 10%, they were like, no, what's going to happen to people and uh, they're going to get to their pensions and they're not going to have any money left and whatever. And I checked my balance from the last year. Uh, my, my pension had fluctuated way more than the 10% I was taking out. Yeah. Right. And I'm not even in the riskiest fund, you know? So it's a completely ludicrous, crazy. It hasn't worked out. They, they were promising, I think, years ago. They thought it would, it would work out better for the pensioners. No, it worked great for them. For, for the them, companies. It- but I mean, the pensioners, <laughs> the people. I mean, I, I mean, like, I was using the British former pensioner there. But yeah, like the, the retirees, I thought they thought it would work better for them. Ah. Uh. Because our social security system, they say, is going bankrupt. It, I don't know if it is, but I've yeah, but it really doesn't even matter if you think it's better or not for you because it's an obligation. Yeah, you exactly. have to put 10% right. You don't have a choice. Yeah, but you don't right, really right. have a choice. Yeah. yeah. So that's something. That, so that you know, if the water, the pension has to go. Education and health need to be more accessible to everyone, and. Well, of course, uh, equality for women in payment and everything. Pensions for women are way worse. I read about it was like 200,000 women are getting pensions under $100. But why? You know? Why does it? How does that work? Because they make less. Is because that, they make less a, a percentage. and their monthly 10% is lower, you know? And when you're investing it, it's going to add up more. So, yeah. And the, the 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 private health system, which is called Isapre here, women pay sometimes uh, three, four times more than men because of pre-existing oh, pre-existing conditions, such as getting pregnant. Oh uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a problem. That can't be. That's a pre-existing condition. It was a pre-existing condition for uh, oh my for gosh. To, like come on, two, Chicago. I Come mean, men, men, men have heart attacks and stuff like that. And that's expensive. Yeah, we die too. early. Well, I guess we that's good early. that we die early. <laughs> that's, that's why they, they like, like that better. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good feature. Women stop living so long. Women are having so many kids and you know, insurance will be cheaper. But yeah, that's, that seems like something they should take care of. So the, See. so the vote for the 55, 155 people is in, is it in April, I believe See. of See. next year. And then we'll and see what happens. And I think I, it's going to get mixed up with uh, picking mayors or some other thing. And, and I'm really scared about the size of that ballot. Oh, people are going to confused. They're not going to. It's going to be like a sheet of names. It's too much gonna... to pay attention to. And when yeah. is your presidential election, though? Is that due for? Oh, this is so shameful. I should know. Oh, I think well, I read it's next fall. Because he's. Is, does that sound see, right? See, he, I, I, no, 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 no. 
I no. think we still have one more year with him. Okay. So, so two years from now, not one year from now. I'm not sure. I'm sorry. Yeah. November next year. November of next year. All so right. that so could Haley be, might be yeah. would, they, would he be, would they be campaigning in the middle of that as well? Probably. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You got a big year ahead. Big year. Yeah. See, see. Yeah. But w- there's, there's now talk of who could come after Pineda, but it's still, you know, like that preliminary talk about people, you know, are going to disappear in three more months. Uh, oh I'll ask. Gosh. I got some friends <laughs> in Chicago. I'll see who's the next one to send down. <laughs> yeah. Like, that'd I, be great. I have, I have one, one request. From Second City, huh? Yeah, Second City, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's send some improvers down. See, <laughs> oh my God. Please. No, like, no more Friedman. No more Friedman. A little bit more Polar. Yeah. <laughs> Amy Polar. That's, a great, that's a great motto. Chile. Uh, on that note, I have one request I think you guys should consider is that with the Constitution, can you change your flag a little? It's, no. <laughs> it's just like the state of Texas. I get so confused with the state of no. Texas every time I see it. I think it's I can't keep track. And then, you know, we are a we are a struggling, uh, <laughs> we are a struggling country trying to figure ourselves out. You and you it. want us to change, change right. fucking Texas, you guys. All right. I'll see. Well, we have to get a Texas <laughs> comedian on next week. I'll see if I can. Yeah. <laughs> Because I like to be smart about the flags, and then I mix that chili flag up all the time. And so well, Kaplan maybe- wants you to change your flag so, so that I can he see has smarter. an easier time. So I stop sounding Come stupid on. and mixing up. Yeah. No, Texas <laughs> has to change, not all us. Right, fine. Well, you don't know about uh, this really shameful moment our president had uh, when visiting Trump. I think like two years ago, um, he he came. Well, our president is as stupid. And as cringy and as horrible as Trump for us, you know, at first we would laugh about every stupid thing he did and said and whatever. And now it's like we don't even give him funny anymore. Yeah, it's not funny anymore. Joke's over. Yeah. But uh, when this happened, we would still laugh and still think like he was some sort of like uh, embarrassing dad that would go to the kid, like uh, parent teacher meeting. And um, he got, to, he got to have this uh, one-on-one with Trump and he brought with him this really kind of shitty, uh, just a, a printed paper kind of even kind of like folded or like a little, and uh, say it really looked cheap and wrong. And it was like a zoomed in picture of the American flag where the last uh, the last uh, star in the bottom right met met the the two stripes uh, stripes. And it looked like a smaller Chilean flag inside, like in the heart of (laughs) the uh, Yeah, and, and it and, was yeah. so embarrassing for everyone back here. It was like, no, he didn't just. But for Kaplan, this is good. This is how he how he can remember what your flag looks like. But I'm sure Great. Trump thought it was the Texas flag too, and was totally confused. Why is this guy giving me the <laughs> Texas flag? Absolutely, <laughs> if, absolutely. If, not that Trump knows many flags, but he might know Texas. So. Yeah. Last yeah. question: How is? I know you guys are like in and out of lockdown, or kind of in lockdown. Yeah, How's yeah. stand up comedy going right now for yeah. the the scene? Well, today I have for the second week in a row, my weekly show, uh, which I have every Monday in the comedy bar. um, And it's the second time I do it since 
I think March. Nice. So it's yeah, it's exciting. We're back with only like 25% of what normally would be the amount of people there. Yeah. But um we have like an online transmission of what's going on in the club too. So people can, can you know watch. watch it from home. But still feels it, I don't know, like going back, like people ask me like is it weird doing stand-up for only like 50 people that are like super away from the stage and everything but it's like it's not weirder than not doing stand-up for 10 months totally i was doing it all summer in new york and like parks people are playing frisbee and i'm like trying to tell them jokes (laughs) i'll take anything I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm a beggar yeah. for anyone to listen to my material, especially when I'm still exactly. writing and I have nowhere to put it. Rooftops, parks, 25% in a room. I would take that. That's great. See, see, I'm really happy with it. And it feels like inside and it feels like, well, it is inside. And I don't know, it kind of feels like we're back. I know it. I know we're not really, but it kind of does. We're Just, are people still wearing masks and everything? Is it, I mean, how see, prevailing is, yeah. People are wearing masks and they're not. And that's the other thing. Like, please don't laugh that hard that you right. spit. Oh, exactly. Don't be too funny. That's the thing. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm really not because <laughs> 10 months. You're a little rusty, you're saying. Hey. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true because it spreads. Yeah, exactly. So don't laugh too much when you go to a show. Tip. Be like, <laughs> yeah, we all have to be like really smart comedians that make people go like, <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't want to make you laugh i want to make you think one of those dry yeah, humor is, exactly. is safer right now be like <laughs> thank you so much uh paulo masalas thank you for doing the show thank you guys for inviting me yes yeah, a lot of fun we'll have to check out your podcast what yeah, country is, what country's next we don't know we follow we, well, no, we follow I the news we might actually know this week we might be doing a show we might be doing uh myanmar and uh the lady uh Unsung Chi, I'm, I'm mispronouncing that. She got reelected under uh, conspicuous circumstances, they, you could say. Yeah, they make some socks there, there. No. Isn't, isn't that the place everyone's uh, has to have Facebook whenever they buy a cell phone? I think need, it is. Yes. Yeah, you oh. need to look into that. There you because, go. Some research for next week. Look at that. Yeah. We're going to say that in the it's opening. Her. Yeah, she was this, uh, she was like in prison for 30 years as this hero figure. And then the minute she got out, she like committed war atrocities or war crimes against some. Right. It's, a, it's, it's a complicated uh, figure. So we're going to get into but that. But look into it because I think Myanmar is like the first democracy Facebook ruined. Oh, oh that's, their, that's their, that's their, that's one. They're proud of that. That's that, their that Chile. Is, like for us, Chile. They're, yeah, they're the Chicago. Wait, <laughs> Facebook is Milton Freeman, and it's for exactly. us, Armenia is our first, and for them, yeah. it's uh, Armenia is the first place. Number one. All right, uh, that's mm-hmm. the show. Paulo yeah. thank you so much. Uh, we will check back in with you as this updates throughout next year and the year after. Yeah, we will have that. to circle back. Thank Bye, you. Guys. Constitution Club is the podcast where you can learn way more about this than we just covered. Kaplan, that's it. What should we do? Uh, I'm going to have to learn how to say this in Spanish soon enough, but for now, I'm going to say get lost. Get lost. Get lost.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.